settling into simple present moment awareness. In this moment, just as it presents itself. No, we can know right now it's, it's like this. My experience in this moment's like this. body sitting. There is a body sitting. We can know there is a mind. There is knowing. Knowing of body sitting. It's nothing special, it's very ordinary. And yet that ordinariness becomes extraordinary when we show up for it, when we're really here for it and meet it with simple awareness, mindful presence. the hardest things for us to learn in meditation is that our practice is not about having special experiences. We're not practicing in order to have some kind of special experience or to achieve some kind of special unusual, interesting, hopefully very pleasant state. If we're practicing to achieve some kind of special state, we're setting ourselves up for Failure, because we may not, what if we can't get it to come? What if it doesn't show up? And if we do get to some blissful, special, interesting state, it's not going to last. It doesn't last, does it? 
So if we make our practice about achieving some kind of particular state of mind, or some focused on gaining some particular kind of experience, and and that's that's what our motivation is. That's what we're hoping for. That's that's will be our source for for success or happiness or whatever we want to call it, progress. Well, then it's very conditioned. Then we're only okay when, when we get to that place. And what is the rest of the time? It's just not okay now. This moment's not enough. We need to get that special state back. And sometimes we do have experiences, meditative experiences of deep quiet or tranquility or joy. Blissful states do come sometimes. It's not that they don't come. It's not that there's something wrong with that. And they they can inspire us and bolster our faith. Oh, something's happening. They can point us to some different way of looking at things or different way of holding experience. Point to some something beyond our usual way of looking at things and it can open things up for us. They, they have value. But it's not the goal, it's not the, the end point of the practice of finding, well, just the next slightly more sublime state until we somehow achieve the ultimate state. Because states don't last. Experiences don't last. I remember one time I was practicing in in Burma years ago and I had this very profound experience to me at the time. It felt like the mind, I fell into a mind that was just vast and limitless in its ability to know things. Like this boundless, felt like the mind of the Buddha at the time. Anything possible. But, but it didn't last. You know, I thought when, when I kind of seemed almost by accident to fall into this kind of state, I thought, well, it's just it will be like this now. This is just how it is. But of course it changed, right? It didn't stay that way. And I can't tell you how much time and energy I spent over quite a long period after that. trying to get it back. How was I sitting? What did I eat? What was I doing? Trying to set up the conditions so I could get it back as if that were the point of the practice. To get that back. It never happened. It was an exercise in futility. Joseph Goldstein 
tells a story about an experience early in his practice where he felt that his body just dissolved into light. This very blissful body of light. And it lasted for a long time. And then he he had to leave. He was practicing in India. He had to go home and work and get some money so he could come back. And all the time, I'm going to go back get my body of light back. Go get it back again. He said he spent years trying to get his body of light back. So that were the point. <laughs> but our practice is about finding a relationship to life, a kind of freedom, a liberation of mind and heart that isn't dependent on conditions being a particular way. It's not conditional. It's an unconditional freedom. A freedom that's present in any kind of circumstance when whatever, no matter what the experience might be, might be blissful, it might not be. It might be just mundane or even difficult and yet freedom is possible then as well (coughs) freedom is found in our relationship to experience not in having some particular experience So we have this body, this mind, this heart, mind, heart, this citta, this rupa, this materiality, material form, the ways we know that through this flow of changing sensations in in the body. the different feelings of pleasant, unpleasant that arise in that neutral this mind that knows has the function to know to know sensations in body, to know sights and sounds know tastes and smells and to know thinking and emotional life. And we can bring our attention to any aspect of that. Anything that arises, we can meet it just as it is. 
simple presence of mind, remembering, receiving our life, and holding it with care, with a certain kind of tenderness and a kind of friendliness. All parts of it. Parts that we like and the parts we don't like. We can hold it all. Meet it just as it is directly in this moment. So we use something as a point to begin or to stabilize or recollect, recollect the attention. If that's useful, we can use an anchor of breath or body, but the point of this practice is not to stay just with that anchor, of course. It's to use it as a tool, a tool to remember, to show up. We open to the fullness of the flow of a life. So we may we may let go of this anchoring a bit here as the momentum of our days of practice. Now we have we have a lot of momentum. Mindfulness gaining some some strength, a tendency to maybe be awake a little more than than we were have been. We're present more of the time. There's a certain momentum there. It starts maybe to to kind of take care of itself, the mindfulness. Inclined towards being awake. Coming back a little quicker. So we can use the anchor as much as it feels skillful, useful, and at times maybe letting it go and just settling into that flow of contact, whatever is predominant, you could say, whatever, wherever the attention naturally is taken. Mindfulness takes the object of breath, of sound, thinking, sensation. It may stay fairly stable with one object for a time. It may may move at times. Tension may move. But the mindfulness can stay with that flow. And so we can just kind of settle back in a way. We look. Can we relax? Because life is just happening. We don't have to make life happen. Experience that flow. That does itself. It doesn't require our effort to make life flow. Experience happens. So we don't have to do that. And the mind, the knowing mind, that does its thing. It knows by itself. It knows that experience.
So our job is just to show up for it. Let's bring mindfulness to that. So in a way, there's really nothing we have to do. We really just have to be. So there's there's nothing to do, really, and there's nothing to get, nothing that we have to get rid of. Nothing to fix or change. Nothing to judge. Nothing to hold on to or to push away. No one to be. No one to get rid of. or confused, it seems chaotic or jumbled or confusing, you can always just come back to the simple knowing of body. There is a body. Knowing there is a mind. Checking on this quality of knowing. holding the whole process with a certain care and tenderness. Receiving our lives into a field of friendship, of befriending our being, our life. Caring for the moment through this willingness to meet it just as it is, just like this. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.